0: Have you ever let someone down and then gone over and over and over the situation in your head? Why did you say that? Why didn't you say that? Why did you do that? Why didn't you do that? And you wish you could redo the moment. And over and over again, it keeps playing in your mind. If I'd just done that, if I hadn't said that. And all you can think about, it just occupies occupies all the space in your head. And you can't shake it out of your mind. And if it was a friend, it's so much more difficult Because you know that you'll never go back to the way it was. This is what's going on with Peter in today's gospel. Remember at the Last Supper when they had that last meal together and Jesus broke the bread and told them that that was his body, that the wine was his blood, and then told them that that very night he was going to be betrayed and handed over and finally crucified, die. But on the third day he'd rise again and that in that moment they would all desert him. And we hear in one of the Gospels that he says this also to Simon. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. Peter said, I will never desert you. I will never Disown you. And Jesus said, Peter, before this night is through, you will have denied me three times by the time the cock crows. And sure enough, Jesus is handed over, taken to the high priest's house and outside in the courtyard around a charcoal fire, as Peter is trying to find out what is going on inside with the Lord, although he can see through the porticoes, somebody comes up and says, you're one of them, you were with him. He no, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't. Yes, you were, you're a Galilean, I can tell by your accent, you were with him. No, I wasn't. And a third time. He says, I do not know the man. And the cock crows. And he sees Jesus. And he remembers what he had promised. That he would go to prison with him. That he would die with him. Rather than ever leave him or disown him. And he goes out weeping. After the resurrection, Jesus has appeared to the disciples in the upper room. We hear in Luke's gospel that he appeared to two on the road to Emmaus. And now they've gone up to Galilee. We don't know why they've gone to Galilee. Maybe Jesus had told them to go up there. Maybe they just decided to go home. Because although they'd met the resurrected Christ, they still didn't know what they were going to do for the rest of their lives. What did that mean for them? So they went back to the homes that they'd had when Jesus, walking along the Sea of Tiberias, the Sea of Galilee, had first called them from their fishing nets and said, I will make you fishers of men. And so they're back in that familiar environment. And you can just imagine Peter is still going around and around in his head. He has unfinished business with Jesus. How is it ever going to be like it was? Jesus had called him the rock on which he would build his church and the rock had been sand. Quicksand. He had let him down. He had completely betrayed the trust. He had not done what he had promised he would do. And in that moment, evidently, they weren't really fishing for the money. They, hadn't, they weren't going out for trade because they hadn't all decided that was what they would do. And, of course, Nathaniel was not a fisherman. Thomas was not necessarily a fisherman. Remember, there are seven of them, including Simon Peter. So the other disciples maybe had stayed back in Jerusalem. There were only seven of them that had gone back onto the shore, onto, back up to the northern shore of the Sea of Galilee. Nathaniel, who had been sitting underneath a fig tree and had said when Philip had come to him, is there anything good in Nazareth? And then had recognized the Lord. And the twin, Thomas, who after the disciples had told him that they'd seen the Lord, said, I won't believe until I can put my fingers in the marks. Simon Peter, James and John, Sons of Thunder, short fuses, Sons of Thunder, and two others. And they're there, and Peter said, I just got to get out of here. I'm going fishing. Maybe on the water, it'll calm my spirit. Maybe I won't feel such a failure, or I can just get my mind off of it. And of course, all of the others say, we'll come with you and not leaving him alone out on the water. So they all go out, and they're casting their nets and fishing, and all night long. Wouldn't be an unusual thing to do, because nighttime fishing, you could get in a good catch, but they caught nothing, not one fish. And dawn is broken, so there's light in the sky, and on the shoreline is a figure who calls out, children. You haven't caught anything, have you? So no, not a thing. They don't recognize it's Jesus right now. Maybe they just thought that he'd seen a shoal on the right side of the boat. But they did what he told him. Cast the net to the right side. And all of a sudden, they can't even haul in the catch that they have of fish. And then, in that moment... The beloved disciple, probably John, the writer of the gospel, says, it's the Lord. And Peter, impetuous as always, throws on a cloak, gets into the water and wades the hundred yards to shore. And there Jesus is with a coal fire, with a charcoal fire. Already bread and fish on it. Of course, he created all things so he can provide for what he needs. But he says, come and bring some of the fish that you've caught. We'll have breakfast together. So they eat that meal together. And then they get to the unfinished business. And Jesus turns to Simon Peter and says, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Master, you know I love you. Well, then feed my lambs. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Master, you know I love you. Well, then look after my sheep. Simon son of John do you love me master you know everything you know i love you well then feed my sheep anybody who has gone through prayer of inner healing healing of memories knows what jesus is doing he's taking peter back to that moment He's taking him back to the time of betrayal, to the place of pain, to the place of the action that haunts him, that will not let him go. Because, you see, they've had a meal together. It's the early morning, the same as when the cock crowed. And where are they? They're around a charcoal fire. Same as the charcoal fire in the courtyard when Peter denied his Lord three times. And Jesus gives him the opportunity around another charcoal fire to affirm that he loves Jesus. Yes, Lord, I love you. Forgiveness is right there. In Jesus asking him three times, so that each of the three denials are covered with the affirmation. But more than that, he gives him a task to do. He's still the rock on whom Jesus will build his church, but not a rock in his own strength, he has come to the end of who he can possibly be, what he can possibly do in his own strength, and he's failed. But with Jesus' power and in Jesus' strength, he will be a fisher of men, as Jesus had called him to be. So today, be encouraged if you have ever failed, if you have ever let someone down, be encouraged, because failure is actually the Lord's best classroom. It's where he does his best work. When we think we can do anything in our own strength, then pride steps in. And at that point, Well, we're useless to the Lord. See, when we think we need no more tutoring, we'd better watch out because the Lord will close all of the doors that we want to walk through and our ministry will be dead. A teachable spirit and humility are the most fertile ground in which the Lord can work. And just as he called Peter into ministry after that failure, he will call us, every single one of us, lay or ordained, but only in his power. And then he'll show us where to fish. He'll show us how to fish. And it won't be in our timing. It will be in his. And we might fish all night. And we might fish for many nights. We might even fish for many years. But he'll give us the catch. And he'll bring it in. And it'll be perfect. It's always his timing, his strength, his power. But it will depend on how surrendered our lives are to him. And whether, like Peter... When he asks us, we will respond, yes, Lord, you know I love you. And he will answer, then feed my sheep and follow me. Amen.